0: Good morning. Welcome to today's Open Heavens Daily Devotional. Today, Sunday, the 12th day of July 2020. The theme of our Open Heavens this morning is Understanding God. Understanding God. And our memory verse is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And he says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually the same. First Corinthians chapter two, verse fourteen. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, from verse 11 to 16. For what man knoweth the things of the man, save the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Quick things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually the same. But he that is spiritual, judgeth all things. Yet he himself is, not, is judge of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. The message... In the book of Luke, chapter 8, from verse 10, the Bible says, And he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, hearing that they might not understand. The first time I saw this scripture, I was saying, why would God do something like this? Why would he be speaking to them in parables? Even the apostles, they wondered, why would he be speaking to them in parables? The reason is because these people, even if he speaks in plain language, they will still not understand. It will still be like parables to them. When an unbeliever picks the Bible to read, he doesn't understand. When you do certain things, you have a program, you have an exam. You still, you have to still attend to some church activities. An unbeliever doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand why you bother yourself so much about God that you do not see. They don't understand it for them. He says seen they may not see. When the Bible says that the things which are not seen, it talks about the things that are seen and the things that are not seen. That you will what he said, why well, we look not on the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen? You now ask yourself, how do you look for something? Look at something that is not seen. So this is what the Bible is saying, that these things look very real in the spiritual realm, but with the physical eyes, you cannot see it. Many people of the world think they understand the spiritual things. They look at the things that we do and start judging. I don't know whether you do certain things and people begin to criticize you, uh, you own not use too much, you know, this is not even how the Bible talks about it. They try to even tell you about the Bible. Unbelievers are trying to tell you what the Bible t- t- says about certain things see, they, tell, they tell us what we are not doing right they even go to the extent of trying to teach us how God wants us to do things so you see when unbelievers trying to tell you no no it's not like that God wants you to do it this way God wants you to do this is what God meant and, and you're asking how does this one know what God means since he doesn't even know who God is So how do they know the mind of God when they themselves are living outside His will? Just as stated in Luke chapter 8 verse 10 above, the things of God are parables to them. They can hear but cannot understand, they can read the Bible but cannot comprehend it. Because they later kill but the spirit that gives understanding. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, it says, For what man, in our test now, it says, For what man knoweth the things of a man? save The spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So there's no man, there's no single person who says, This is what God really means. This is what God meant when he meant certain things. So you can't say, you can't say this is what God means. You can't. Because unless you are in God, so an unbeliever cannot come and tell you what go to expect from God, what God wants you to do, or what the Bible is telling saying in a particular place. He can only use his normal physical senses. That's why it's very dangerous to be listening to people who are not really born again. You no, know, there is this uh, man on the internet now. You know, I don't know. I think they call him that the freezer and all those things. One of those days, you know, he was, I was hearing about him so much, I decided to go and check him out. I saw in his comment section how the man was busy dishing out insults, so many things, so many things that even unbelievers believers would be difficult. It would be difficult for them to say, and people are following this person. He tends to teach people about what the Bible says, using human philosophies to criticize what other persons have believed. And people are following him and say yes, yes, he's saying the truth because he's telling them what they want to hear. He first started with the experts where people have issues with. He first started with the place of Titan. People already have issues with giving. So when he was not uh, uh, talking about the things they like to hear, which is that of Titan, they began to believe in it, they began to give their heart to it because human mind is gullible. The human spirit, the human mind is gullible. So he began teaching and dishing out things to them. So and I, I'm wondering, these persons, these people are even praising. Do they check this person's life? How does his life correlate with what he's saying? Does he really believe in God? And from what I saw that day, I doubt. I doubt. But that's not why we're here today. We're looking at the mind of God. Understanding the mind of God. We're understand it. trying to understand God. So now, no one can understand the mind of God except through the Holy Ghost. So no one who does not have the Spirit of God can understand Him. So anyone who does not have the spirit cannot know his mind. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can never know the mind of God. You can only speculate, you can only guess. You can never know of certain that this is the mind of God. So you can't say, and you can't even say this is what the scripture means by this Say, When you, you see occasions where you try to study particular scriptures over and over again, you begin to have understanding of the scripture more and more. As a, it is because as if you've never read them in the first place. That's how the Spirit of God is. You begin to renew things. we begin to show the man of God concerning the scriptures to us. So the unbelievers should not be the ones to tell you what the Bible is saying, what God is saying concerning you in certain places. Being a mathematician, when I heard about the principle of Titan, it made no sense to me. 100% of my salary was not enough to cover my expenses for the month. Talk less of the remaining 90% after the tithe was paid. I, however, decided to try it, and amazingly, I had more than enough to see me through the month. You know, we we'll talk about the principle of fighting and all those things. People don't understand it. Why will you go and give God never? You know, people still argue, even Christians, they still argue with. That 30, they have issues that now I'm not even here to come and talk about it, but it is that all scriptures are profitable for doctrine, therefore proof for correction. and when the Bible that scripture was written, what scriptures it was least he was talking about was the Old Testament. These are the scriptures the Word of God, you are profitable for doctrine. If you are in a place where your church believe in tithing, pay your tax. If you're an assembly where it's being prepared, if you're an individual who really wants to have a good work with God, I think you have only it as a responsibility to give God 10%. If 10% is just the minimum you can give God, for so much God has done for us, So I don't think a 10% is even enough. No amount is really enough. But the 10% is a kind of commitment, because the human actually has this way. If there's no tag on a faith, the mind has a of doing it, But if you really give it to God, you know that the 10% is just a number. You give more than that. You give all to God. God is not only interested in the 10%, He's interested in all of you. He's interested, interested not only your finances, He's interested in you first. So, when we, we do certain things like this, when maybe say somebody, a, a, a friend of mine, a colleague, or a partner in business, and I was talking about when he lost his job and the pension he received after the job, God told him to go and sow it. <laughs> you just how foolish it looked like. This is someone that just lost his job. The pension he just received, God is telling him to sow the pension to him. So, but the, funny enough, he married a very spiritual wife. When he talked to his wife, he his wife said, let's go. The, him and his wife went ahead, they withdrew the money, went ahead and they swore in the house of God. You see, when he was telling, one time when they were talking about him and his pastor, his pastor told you, if you had told me about it, I would have discouraged you, I would tell you it was not God. Because I can't be, I, he can't even, I encourage you to do such a thing. You understand? So, but this is somebody that understood the mind of God. It's not say the pastor doesn't understand the mind of God, but you know, these human feelings and all those things, it doesn't make sense. Oh, someone doesn't have anything and God is asking to give the remaining that he had. Just like Elisha met the Zerifat woman. He told me, if I go and make the one you have, for me. The woman obeyed. It doesn't make sense that someone that has only the only one left, she now wants to make it for the prophet. Does it make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. But the things that doesn't make sense to human sense makes too much sense in the spiritual. When you hear unbelievers condemning the principles of God, don't bother arguing with them. Just say the truth. And you, you know and move on. Say the th- truth you know and move on. Don't stay arguing. I don't like arguing about scriptures. I, you, have, you will not see me arguing about certain scriptures. I stopped doing that in my undergraduate days. We argued about scriptures a lot that, that time, when I began to have more understanding, I stopped arguing about scriptures. Pray that they should encounter Christ and also have the Spirit of God within them so that they can understand the ways of God too. So your prayer should be that they also have understanding of the way of God too. Don't waste your energy arguing with unbelievers. Key point we should take away from these messages. Someone who is not a member of your clan cannot understand your family culture. Don't argue with them. Just keep doing what the Bible says. An unbeliever cannot be the one to come and be arguing. Like, sometimes we go for evangelism. And we, 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 we can't those kind of People who actually like to raise questions about things, they just want to argue. It's not as if they pay attention to what you're saying, they just want to prove a point and justify themselves. So, you just state what the scripture says, don't go into unusual, useless arguments. What's this? Why did this? Why did this one do this? Just stay the truth and get and go your way and pray that God will help them to have the light shine in their hearts. It's about our hearts even as we talk to God this morning. I say, Father. Help my heart to continue to understand you. That I will continue to understand you more and more. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those areas that the light of the gospel, the illumination has not come to my heart. Let light shine in my heart that I will begin to understand you. And Father, we pray for everyone in our families that have not received the light of the gospel. That the light of the gospel will shine in their hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. from Jesus most wonderful name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do have a great Sunday. God bless you.